0: Welcome to today's edition of Feet to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to FeetToTheFire.org. That is Feet, the number two, TheFire.org, and now your host. Yes, as I said yesterday, still chomping at the bit to get back here behind this microphone and speak to all of you guys. I wanna keep talking about the 2022 election last week, but also today is a big day if we're following Trump on Truth Social and all of the clues he's been, well, they're more than clues, been throwing out there. It's very likely, very possible that Trump is going to mention today that he is in fact running for 2024. As the presidential candidate for the Republicans. Now, maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. I'm not sure, but we'll see what happens today. Be that as it may, the mainstream media and Republican establishment are agreed dump Trump. It has to be Ron DeSantis. Now, I have some details I want to go over, a lot of details from the 2022 election last week. But before I do that, still want to wrap up some of these details on this dump Trump narrative. And I'm going to cite Sebastian Gorka, conservative commentator, on this one, although it's a common idea and principle that we always use as conservatives, as Christians, when the world is telling us how to think. And here's the question. Shouldn't we be concerned that the mainstream media and Republican establishment are agreed? They're in agreement that we have to dump Trump. If they're all going one way. Shouldn't that give us a clue that maybe that's the wrong direction? And should we, this is me asking now, should we keep letting them pick our candidates as though the mainstream media and the rhino establishment ever has our best interest in mind? And yet we keep letting them do this cycle after cycle. We keep letting them tell us who our candidates should be. And did you know this? The head of the RNC, for crying out loud, is Mitt Romney's niece, Rona, I think it's Rona Romney McDaniel. And Romney, now, I I don't know about Rona McDaniel, I don't know her, I don't know where her positions are and everything, but I'm just saying it's Romney's niece. And Romney is the ultimate rhino. Republican in name only, for whom we all voted. We did our due diligence and our GOP duty back in 2014. uh, Sorry, 2012, when he was running against Obama. And he was an awful candidate, and we all knew that. And he was humiliated last week when, as the establishment Republican from Utah, Romney refused to endorse his own colleague, conservative Republican Trumper Mike Lee, And Mike Lee trounced in the election last Tuesday. Complete repudiation of the establishment wing and the Romney types of the Republican Party. But, but no, no. but we're being told we should listen to the mainstream media and all the Mitt Romneys. Give me a break. Now, I understand this. Let's be frank. Trump is a provocateur. That's his shtick. That's his thing. But him being a provocateur is merely a pretense for attacking him from the left and the establishment and the rhinos. Oh, he's, he's such a provocatory, so inappropriate. That's a pretense for attacking him. They will take, listen guys, any reason to attack a conservative Republican. As I said numerous times, said yesterday, they did it to Ronald Reagan. They did it to Sarah Palin. They did it to all of our Tea Party candidates and they're going to do it. Listen, please lean in to the speakers and listen. They're going to do it to Ron DeSantis. It doesn't matter who our conservative candidate is. They're going to do the same thing. Why do we think they won't go after DeSantis on some other pretense? They trashed Bush for crying out loud. Do you remember George Bush? Has your short-term memory failed you? He was the rhino compassionate conservative. Do you not remember that in 2000? That's what he ran on, compassionate conservatism. And they drove his numbers by his second term into the tank. Some of the worst polling numbers for a sitting president ever. And they did it over WMD. Remember that? Weapons of mass destruction. Didn't find any. Why did we invade Iraq? He's a Nazi. He's a warmonger. He's the devil incarnate. Guys, they do the same thing to all of our candidates, especially when they have even a shred of appearance of conservatism. But the argument is, yeah, but Trump gives them fodder to trash him. Guys, they don't need fodder. They invent fodder. Remember Mitt Romney? Did you remember Mitt Romney, 2012? Again, your short-term memory loss? Mitt Romney, the purest of establishment Republicans. Kind, compassionate, and articulate, and never rude. I mean, he was pathetic in the debate with Obama. After Obama's record of four years, how does anybody lose in a debate to Obama? And Romney was pathetic every time. Didn't come out swinging or punching at all. He was pathetic. But he is your polite and well-mannered Republican. Even his hair is perfectly combed, even while he sleeps. Mitt Romney, and they trashed him. Remember, Mitt Romney carries his dog on the roof. He's a hateful animal hater. Uh, Remember, he had a binder of women. They trashed him on that. He was anti-contraception. What? We were all like, what? What? Ooh, they, they brought that up in a debate. Romney, why are you anti-contraception? And he got, like, knocked off his footing. Like, wh- what are you talking about? And that, that theme carried, anti-contraception. Guys, they will do it to anyone. Now, for those of you out there, yeah, but Serge, Ron is the true conservative. You don't have to tell me that. I, I know that. Guys, I knew Ron before you knew Ron. I knew Ron before Ron knew how good Ron was. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm a Rush baby. I was listening to Rush For decades and way back, Ron do you know this? You probably don't know this. Ron DeSantis, who was good with Rush, and I think that's great. I I I don't hate Ron, I'm not a Ron hater. I love what he's doing. I think he's a great conservative and a great governor. And I hope he runs for president eventually. I just don't think now's his time. He's great. He was on with Rush on the radio and was constantly asking Rush for a diploma from Rush's Limbaugh Institute for Advanced Conservative Studies, where there are no graduates and the learning never stops. That was one of Rush's big jokes, big themes, the Limbaugh Institute for Advanced Conservative Studies. Ron was a pupil and and asked Rush politely if he could get he, he knows he's got to keep learning as a conservative, but if he could get a diploma for his wall when he became governor to say he's a graduate from that school of conservative studies. So I, I know Ron. You don't have to tell me about how conservative Ron is. But let's take a closer look at Ron right now. I have a question. Did Ron stop the Mar-a-Lago raid? What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean he can't? What do you mean he can't weigh into that? He's the chief executive of Florida, and they raided the feds, the private home of a private citizen on spurious legal grounds. Maybe he couldn't have stopped it, but did he say a word about it? Did he take the executive arm of the Florida government and intervene at all? Has he been involved with that? Has he said a word in defense of Trump? I don't think he has. With all of this, Trashing of Trump going after Trump Trump's not even in politics right now. He's not even a candidate He's not a politician. He's not president or anything. He's a private citizen has Ron defended a private Floridian citizen Trump is in Ron's home state for crying out loud, and he's the goat conservative president the greatest of all time conservatives and Ron doesn't say a thing about him in defense of him. Carrie Lake wouldn't treat Trump this way Trump doesn't talk about Carrie Lake or or Josh Hawley or Kelly Shabaka or even Jeff Van Drew from New Jersey this way. He doesn't even talk about Cruz this way anymore. Trump doesn't go after those folks, and Ron doesn't say, with regard to the election, bluntly, "I will step out of the way for Trump to run." And tons of, if not all of, the other conservative candidates who might run in twenty twenty four have said that. So. As far as I'm concerned, let the primary begin and Trump is hitting because this is how Ron unfortunately has positioned himself. Ron didn't even let Trump, I'll say it again, talk at the microphone during Hurricane Ian for crying out loud, but gave the microphone to Biden while Ron stood by powerless and neutered so that Biden could spew climate propaganda in Ron's own state at his own gubernatorial mic and didn't invite Trump. I'm sorry, guys. This is not this is not how an outsider is supposed to work. And this is not how Ron should be working with the MAGA base of the conservative Republican party. And right now, Trump is the big dog in the party and You have to recognize that. He's the big dog because he won. He governed well. He proved himself. He's earned it. And nowhere else in the history of political parties could someone be as successful as Donald Trump was and yet just be easily discarded because, oh, well, people don't like something about him. No matter what way you slice it, Trump is the big dog. And yet we're being told, yeah, throw him to the side. No, sorry. He is massively popular. Don't believe the hype. Trump gets on stage and he helps in campaigns with anyone who wants him there, who wants to campaign with him. I was at the Van Drew rally. Trump campaigns with anybody who wants him. I haven't seen Ron DeSantis looking to establish that kind of camaraderie and mutual support and collegial rapport and cooperation with Trump. Have you? I've seen it certainly with other candidates and Trump. We can name them. I've already named them. Van Drew, Carrie Lake, the list goes on. Josh Hawley. I make no bones about it. Ron seems to distance himself from Trump, which is odd because Trump just posted, I'm not going to play the audio, but a video, a campaign video from when Ron was running for governor and Ron's little baby has a Make America Great Again onesie on. Ron is calling himself and his wife is calling him pro-Trump in the video and now a mere four years later after after a successful term as governor and a massive re-election win, all of a sudden Ron goes cold and quiet on MAGA and Trump? Conveniently uses him when he's running for office, but now where's Ron and Trump at? That's my point, guys, with asking, is Ron truly an outsider? As I said yesterday, I don't trust any Republican. We've been, we've been cheated on by too many of them. I trust proven conservative leaders. Trump is DeSantis seems to be a true conservative leader, but we have a litmus test like the pro-life test. I know I'm repeating from yesterday, but it's such an important point. The litmus test in recent years used to be, are you pro Tea Party or not? Are you going to distance yourself from the Tea Party and call us extremists like the Mitch McConnell's and the Mitt Romney's did 12 years ago, the Chris Christie's did? Or are you going to get on board with Tea Party? And our big litmus test now, let me tell you, listen, listen. It's the election from 2020. Will you publicly recognize that the 2020 election was stolen? That is the litmus test for a true conservative and a MAGA Republican. And along with that is endorsing MAGA and Trump. And it's the same thing with all these liberal mantras and slogans they want us to get on board with, those are all litmus tests like climate change and feminism. Are you going to write hashtag Me too? You better write hashtag MeToo to support your, show your support from women. No way. And any Republican that gets on board a hashtag MeToo, dump him overboard. He's a phony. Any, any Republican that gives a, a little nod to, yeah, there's, there's global warming, climate change, dump him. It's a litmus test. Where's Ron on the 2020 steal, MAGA and Trump? And this is why Trump calls him Ron the Sanctimonious. It's hilarious. It's funny. I don't know that I would. I don't know that Trump should keep doing it for his own sake because Ron's very popular. But the word fits from Trump's perspective and from MAGA perspective. The word fits because Ron seems to be playing for Ron and not necessarily the entire country or MAGA America or the conservative movement, the MAGA movement. And you can't get mad that it's a Trump-MAGA movement. It was Tea Party. It was Reagan. Now it's Trump-MAGA. It's the same people voting the same way. Where's Ron on that? All right. That's why I think Trump's got to be our candidate. And I think he is going to be our candidate. And I hope for that for today. Now, I told you I would move over to the election from 2022 last week, the midterm. And give me a moment as I organize my... Plentiful notes and get ready to discuss this with you. I am not, and we'll probably continue this tomorrow. You know, I am not hearing a lot of pundits say stolen election and cheating, but certain things are very conspicuous. The same states are in play right now as we're in play in 2020 Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, Michigan went weird how in the world did Gretchen Whitmer beat the very popular Tudor Dixon? Same states are in play, guys. these swing states. Pennsylvania, how did they vote for Fetterman, who's sadly losing his mind? His his brain's not working. How did this happen? Very conspicuous. It's the same states. And, And also, this is conspicuous. Now it's the norm to be counting forever and ever. And here's another thing that's conspicuous, the rampant early and mail-in voting, which is necessarily corrupt. Are you listening to me? The election process is corrupt. And I will make an assertion that I am not confident that all these elections and our loss of the Senate is all on the up and up. I am going to assert that it's very possible there's stealing of seats, stealing of elections, and cheating this cycle. It, there was definitely in 2020, nothing was remediated in these, in these swing states at all. And it's the same states having the same problems. And we're just supposed to close our eyes and be like, oh, this is the new norm. This is not the new norm. Look at Florida, all done in one night, red wave. I am asserting that it's very possible that there was cheating. Do you, do you realize that we were supposed to have the House by massive margins, and we might not even win the House now. In fact, I'm not confident we're going to end up even with the House because of, can I say it? Can I, can I suppose, presume, possible cheating? Look, I'm going to repeat my brother's assertion when I say that there was cheating. If it's not one day in-person voting, which is constitutional and legal according to federal statute, that's the only way to vote, that means necessarily, emphatically cheating, stolen votes. Do you realize if it's not in-person, one-day voting, it's cheating? Let me say it another way. And a necessary entailment of stretched out voting over many days with mail-in voting, an entailment of that is stolen elections. The reality is We may lose the House now. The Dems possibly will gain in the Senate and Carrie Lake might lose the Arizona governor's race? It's hard to swallow folks. Tomorrow, we will get to the constitution and the federal statute that prohibits this kind of election cheating and how we can analyze what's going on in light of federal law. Let justice roll down like waters of America and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. I hope Trump announces today. He's our guy and we've got to fix our elections or we're not ever going to be winning again. See you soon.